still have, and this is controversial, this will get me cancelled, but I still have um, old Lunig cartoons back when he used to be funny. And I don't know what Lunig is. was not offensive. He's a, an Australian cartoonist, Michael Lunig, and he's occasionally his cartoons appear, I think, in the newspapers, but he, he's been cancelled because... Oh, I know those cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Um, what happened? Well, the first one I think that he copped flack over was when he had... It was about childcare and working, working mothers and... Yeah. He, did, he did a cartoon from the perspective, I think, of the baby, this swaddled infant lying there, kind of just lying there. And, like, I, I think I'm I'm stretching, no. stretching my memory. Hang on. This was the first time that he copped flack. Yeah. And, and, he, and the child is kind of going, I know, I'm sure my mother loves me. I'm, I'm sure. It's just that she needs to work and something like that. And, then, oh, you know, people got really furious about it. But then more recently, um, I think around, I don't know whether he did cartoons, but he made a comment about anti-vax, you know, like as an anti-vaxxer or anti, mm. you know, being anti-vaccination. Um, and then there's there's been a whole lot of stuff that, that people have not liked. The one I'm seeing where the kid's lying on the ground is saying, mummy was busy on Instagram when beautiful Bubby fell out of the plant pram and lay on the path unseen and alone wishing yep. that he was loved like a phone which i yep. kind of think is fair enough and i agree i think people are on their phones way too much yeah um that's not the one that's a more recent one obviously so this one uh, of is okay it's a crash or something and it's maybe from the 90s or the 2000s seeing another one some others do have them they have maternal instincts that contradict what science thinks yeah they stand up to the state a mother's love may be as great as any new vaccine that a man has ever seen. Yeah, right. not, not that one. I'll, mm. I'll put it in the show notes because I reckon I saw them the other day when I was going through my, yeah, it's my interesting. clippings. <laughs> but he did he did do a lot of political ones. Yeah, I knew him as a political. Like, and he did the Iraqi war in the early 90s and anti-Howard stuff. I mean, he did... You know, he he did seem to be like a left wing kind of commentator, social. Commentator. See, this is the thing though, like, and I don't know whether people are like, whether this will ever happen. And I'm not saying that he didn't hold any of those beliefs. You know, he didn't believe yeah. in them personally. He probably did. Yeah. But it would just be really great if we could look at people like that as being like, oh, hey, they're here to make us think. So they're now putting forward these things. Let's mm. have a discussion about that. Yeah. However, I do also know that everyone needs to be responsible for what they put out into the world and how that makes people feel and what kind of ideas they are perpetuating. Mm. And there are some ideas, you know what I mean? It's like that classic like free speech kind of thing. I think there's some ideas that are wrong and shouldn't be kind of held up as legitimate. But I don't know, it's just interesting if you see someone like that who's like a, you know, he's obviously a social commentator. Yeah, to, to not kind of have much discussion around it which I must admit I do think the left is not great at having discussions. Yeah, well, it does you know? seem to be like a, a new a new thing where there doesn't seem to be a lot of discussion, a lot of nuanced discussion. You're and, right or you're wrong, and if you're wrong, yeah, you don't yeah. deserve to be heard. Yeah, and everybody's which. very, very, I don't know. Like people are scared to say what they probably 
really think and what would like to say. It it doesn't feel safe for a lot of people. Um, but I'm not just yeah. But but I don't know. I say that while recognizing that the people who maybe don't feel safe to speak now are very different. They're not the same people as the people who for generations have felt. No, exactly. It's been a shift. There's been a flipping flipping of that. So in some Uh, ways I think. Maybe it's our turn kind of thing. Is it a bad thing? I don't know. Like I think the people I think whose it, voices are being heard now are the, are the voices that have been silenced or who have not had a platform. So it's like a reckoning and I don't know that I think there's anything I mean, wrong I think, with that. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. But I do think nuance is kind of in so many areas has sort of been but maybe we never had nuance. Maybe nobody was ever able to have nuance. No, I think yeah. that what it's showing is that there is always – you know, a dominant group and there's always a group that doesn't yeah. think that way. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And there is always a societal norm and people that don't. And and that's always going to be the case. And, yes, you're right, actually. In, in previous years it was, you know, the super dominant, you know, white class and still very much we control a lot of the narrative. We control a lot of what people read and see and hear and consume, yeah. like a huge amount. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the kind of that political landscape, there yeah. are now other voices, which I 100% think do deserve to be heard. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because it feels like there's almost this kind of now under, like going underground. You know, that's what's mm-hmm. happening to a lot of things that a lot of people still hold true, still believe, still silently think, still let influence their actions. Mm-hmm. You know, again, do we kind of deserve to have that space, particularly if it's about things that don't um, personally affect or influence our lives, you know? So it's one of those yeah. things of maybe just stay in your lane and yeah. you can have a different opinion. Maybe you don't say it because it's not your time or space to speak about it right now. I don't know. Yeah, and also the stakes are very different. Like, you know, if, you, if you're weighing up, okay, so this person over here, person A, might be fearful of speaking out because they don't want to cop, they don't want to be criticised or cancelled if they're a public mm. figure or whatever versus person B over here who's lived experience, the stakes are so high, they might be a trans person. Um, yeah, and, and they're battling for their rights and their culture and, their and yeah. And, and also for their health and well-being. Yeah, yeah health 100%. and well-being, you know, like suicide statistics and mm. self-harming and everything. It's like so many so times high. fold mm. for people in certain communities. So the stakes are very different, you know, like mm-hmm. is it, oh, you know, I'm pissed off because I'm I don't get to say what I what I think because it goes against, you know, mm-hmm. current thinking versus mm-hmm. someone who's maybe, you know, just feeling so bad in the world and unaccepted and fighting mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, for the legitimacy, like you say. And I think as well also also, you know, if we're here being like we do have quite a, um, I would say, tightly controlled space that we now talk about these things mm. within and a lot of people could see that as very oppressive because it isn't often allowing a multitude of opinions. Mm. But I guess if that's the trade-off that we're then not hearing and we're not legitimising, you know, hateful thought exactly. and hateful ways of speaking, yes. if then some people have to be like, okay, cool, I'm not going to say that thing yeah. that is borderline or grey area or yeah. whatever because yeah. then that is we're kind of having that more of a, um, yeah, that controlled space that we're not hearing those things anymore from people. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's the damage kind of done, yeah, 100% it's worth it. Mm. But it then does become interesting because there are certain spaces where I feel like I can 
explore ideas yeah I can play devil's advocate and you're one of those people where I feel like I can do that with yeah but that's probably about it it's interesting now because there is that kind of and maybe we do need to be more self-regulated but that self-regulation of kind of not just saying whatever we think to just anyone Mm. which is which is really interesting to kind of um have that creation of a kind of internal mental space which yeah 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 it's interesting We've um, kind of never had to do as like a yeah a, 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 a society before, and I'm talking you know mainly white society. Yeah. We haven't yeah, had exactly. to kind of do that and self-regulate in that way because we've mm. always been the majority and right. And yeah, I guess except for people you know living in dictatorships, they always had to kind of have their own little mental space and not say yeah. what they were thinking. But yeah, and I mean we're being forced forced. I mean it's it's a it's a, a forced reckoning in some ways, but I think it's yeah it's long overdue and it's legitimate. Mm. It's interesting though because I do think as well it's definitely radicalizing and alienating, and maybe it's actually just highlighting how many people are not allies and how many people are not. Mm woke and how many people are not PC and how many people, you know, are very much like, oh, well, if it doesn't affect me, I don't care. But as soon as they have to limit and adjust their behavior, because the more and more I'm, I am definitely, you know, experiencing of people my age and kind of of my, um, maybe not my social group, but my peer group, Mm. you know, just hearing a lot more from people of like, oh, you can't say anything anymore, which to me is a very old person mentality. Yeah, it is. That's a real boomer thing to say. Yeah. And so I'm seeing more of that. And I don't know if it's just because I'm experiencing more of the world outside of, you know, a very liberal uni bubble. Small L liberal. Yeah. Yeah. Small L liberal kind of. Yeah. Is Is that spoken like in your hearing or is it online or where are you seeing this sort of pattern trend kind of spoken yeah yeah I don't really engage online with anything but like memes and funny things so you know (laughs) um I don't really you know yeah do that because it would just drive me insane yeah so it's just kind of conversations or things I'm overhearing you know it's kind of really interesting because it's 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 there so I just wonder, it's like, that's what I meant by this kind of now underground thing. It's like more people do hold these views and do kind of, it's coming out in these kind of passive aggressive ways. And um, presumably if you're hearing that it's coming from a very woke, like your generation or your circle, it's very woke people. Well, I think that's what we're learning is people, I think, you know, are, are incredibly educated on social issues and in some ways maybe more than ever. And we have the internet, we have that knowledge and all of that information there. But um, that doesn't mean everyone is just because we're also maybe the generation that's the loudest about it. Yeah. And the most, you know, I would say at times performative and that has very negative connotations, but definitely mm-hmm. signposting yeah. to each other that we are like this and that we understand each other and virtue, that we are on. Virtue signaling. Yeah, exactly, that we're on board and, and that definitely happens. But yep. I think we tend to forget that there is, you know, if not the vast majority, a big chunk mm. of people who, you know, haven't come from the educational background or even who have come from the educational background and similar socioeconomic group and have done all of that who still are so, you know, socialised into us, them, into win-lose, into this is a zero-sum game. So if I'm having to 
quieten myself or if I'm having to limit what I'm saying, that is because someone else has power over me and they get to say it and I don't. Mm. And that is true. I think it is super triggering for a lot of people um, unless you're, I don't know, trying to really be aware and think about this kind of stuff into that kind of like things are changing, things are shifting, I'm going to lose out because now there's other people trying to take that dominant space. Mm. And at the end of the day, that is kind of true because I don't know if we lived in a utopia where we could all stay in our lanes and all be like, great, we all get to have power. We all get to be heard. We all get to, you know, share in that. Wonderful, but that's not really the system that we have set up. So, Mm. you know, some groups move to the forward and kind of in some ways get more airtime and more kind of whatever visibility. That means that other people aren't. So, you know, um, it is a win-lose situation, but a lot of people don't have the mentality of being like, well, maybe we should lose. You know, we've been winning for so long. Maybe that should be what's happening. Yeah, but people don't want to give up space. And they don't want to they give up want to. anything that has been normal to them. Yeah, the That is incredibly yeah. unsettling and destabilising Yeah, because it then becomes the fear of the unknown and it's like, yeah. okay, this is what I've lived with and grown up with my whole life. Suddenly it's not okay. Mm. What does that mean for me? Like, why do I have to change? And people hate change and they hate people telling them to change. And it's just, it is something that I'm seeing more and more. And there's this kind of frustration Mm. and maybe from people that 20 years ago or 10 years ago would have definitely said, oh yeah, I'm super, I guess 10 years ago it was more like PC was the term than say woke, but like, I'm super busy. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely think, you know, gay people should be able to get married. I definitely think the environment is important. You know, that was the kind of the issues or whatever yeah, yeah. that were at the forefront. And then those people now 10 years on mm. are probably are getting to this point where they're just like, you know what I mean? It's like people want to do their part and then like kind of be like, oh, but I supported that one thing or those two things. It's mm. just that resistance <laughs> of being like, well, it's continual change. It's continual support. Whoops, sorry. It it's always continual. Goes off. I know. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Time to take my pill. Um, yeah, you know. So I just, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that in people where I'm like, people will maybe think- change and shift, but mm-hmm. to an, a certain extent. And then they're kind of going to be like, well, I tried, you know. Yeah. Do you think, or I, I see it more like the people that um, were PC back in the 90s or whatever, and it was like, I support gay rights and I support, you know, yeah. I believe that we have fucked or our fucking the, the, the world and mm. climate emergency and all that sort of stuff will also be taking on the new things as they arrive, arrive and arise. I don't, I don't th- think they would sort of just do like two causes. That's a finite involvement and then done. I mean, maybe, maybe they do because then they move on to maybe having kids and a family and there's no space or energy to do anything else. Um, other than that, and maybe work. But some people make it their whole identities to be doing all of the causes and they will be living their lives from decade mm-hmm. to decade, taking on the new stuff. 100%. And they're the, you know, the ones that are super vigilant and I would sometimes say super oppressive and I have a problem with, but mm. whatever, that's my own personal opinion. Mm. You know, when it becomes your kind of your identity. But I also think it's like for majority of people, 
you know, they engage with what they engage with. And this is the whole point of like youth and being in your twenties or like being at university or, you know what I mean? Like there's, I think a lot more of that, even just like reading your journals, there's so much more of that, like existential, what is the world? What is wrong with the world? You know, how can we fix it? What is the problem that does make people more kind of open to kind of being on the side of change in some ways and being critical um, and being self-critical. And I do think there comes a point where, yeah, the, the focus becomes less this, mm. you know, going out to the world and more internal. Mm. And that is, I do think, just a natural progression. And it kind of gets to the point where people, you know, our brains do stop developing. Our brains do stop changing. I don't think that means that we're unable to take on change and we're unable to learn how to do new things. But I do think it's like we stop seeking it in the same way. And I think we kind of, Again, those people, though, that probably haven't gone to a protest in whatever, how many years, still view themselves, though, probably as super engaged, Mm. super liberal, super PC. But then when they're pulled up against the standards that we're now living by, which is 20 years on, and they're suddenly told, no, you can't say that, or we're no longer saying, you know what I mean? Like it's a different Mm. cause, it's a different issue, then I think that goes against their self-view and how they like to see themselves and perceive themselves and I think then that becomes this kind of like resistance Mm. that I don't know it's it is just interesting to see I will say a lot of this resistance that I've seen and experienced is coming from people that come from a different socioeconomic background and a different educational upbringing so it's it's I do wonder if that is just more kind of fundamental kind of values and ideas at play that's coming out now and like whether you know in 20 years time that will change and shift and not be a case so much but I do just think yeah I I just I'm very intrigued to see what the next say 20 30 years is going to bring for us societally Mm. because it does feel like on almost every front of any kind of issue it feels like a crisis point and that you know what I mean that is definitely coming from me who's kind of oh is that Dennis Hi, sorry. Um, um, God, this handyman guy's here. Sorry, can we just pause for a second? Yeah. (laughs) Mid rant, give me a second. I'll pause. What was was that about? Oh, so we have the handyman guy come and, like, fix things yesterday. So we fixed our shower head and this cupboard that came off and the desk and the front gate, like, just all this stuff. So it was really great. And then... He just, I just saw him at the window then. And he was oh, just is that like, the window? Yeah, I was like, hi. <laughs> I'm a peeping Tom. Hi, Dennis. What, what's happening? <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. And he was like, oh, I forgot to look at the igniter on the on the stove. Oh, okay. We've just yeah. been having to use a lighter for it. It's oh, you must annoying. have been knocking on the door and you've got your headphones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just didn't even hear. Anyway, so it's all good. He's just having a little look at it now. Anyway, I don't know what I was ranting about, but um, stuff. Interesting. And, oh, no, oh. I wanted to ask you. You said yeah. you're hearing these attitudes or these things from people of a different sort of educational or socioeconomic background. Can you be a bit clearer about that? Like I'm, mm. I don't want to make assumptions. No, no, no. But, well, interestingly, so I would say, I would say lower and higher, if that makes sense. Huh. So, like, I'm seeing it with people who haven't had the same education maybe grew up not in in a Melbourne or not in the city or you know yeah. what I mean which is kind of what you would think yeah but then also people who are insanely privileged insanely well educated but 
but people who therefore have grown up maybe with more conservative you yes. know yeah in some ways conservatism is, is at like, both ends it's extreme. yeah it's, it's like extremism. it's like, it's, it's this bread in the sandwich kind of thing it's wow. like you know what i mean like i do think the for the most part the middle class tends to be the most liberal mm. okay so mm. historically you know what i mean because the upper has you know a huge investment in the status quo and things yeah. continuing how it's going because they're yeah. making a shit ton of money and lower tend to not have the resources or the education or whatnot to, you know, engage with new ideas and also be able to enact change because they are living, you know, without the money. So therefore don't have the security to question things. That tends to be how it works societally. And so it is interesting that, oh, not surprising again, that those are the two groups where I'm hearing this from more, but it's just like this real frustration and it's also, you know, I think as well right now there's a real frustration with COVID, there's a real frustration with how the government's handling things, but it's like so many people are frustrated with our, say, state government, so the Labor mm. government, mm. and then just a little bit like this is ridiculous, you can't expect people to keep doing this. And it's kind of all kind of forming yeah. into one in some ways, this kind of unhappiness and dissatisfaction mm. with yeah, people making you do something you don't want to do, uh, which we haven't experienced a huge amount of as dominant, you know, classes well, for a really long time. But also in a supposedly a supposed democracy. I mean, you know, we, we haven't experienced government well, interference in terms of closing borders. I mean, that's unprecedented in this country. Oh, and it's incredibly frustrating that I'm seeing on Instagram people that uh, off on boats in Turkey that I went to Greece with a couple of years ago, enjoying Turkey, swimming, having Amer- the best time. Turkey. And I'm like, uh-huh. and, and I'm like, I'm not allowed to go to my other fucking country unless I'm willing to risk not being able to come back and risk uh, and have, and pay $3,000 mm. and spend two weeks in quarantine. Mm. Like it feels very unfair mm. how much mm. of the world you know, and obviously those countries have paid a huge price in terms of their death toll, yeah. but how much of the world is just functioning and people are living their lives because it is becoming at this point years and, mm-hmm. you know, years of your 20s is yeah, frustrating. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, so it's interesting because it often starts with that conversation then it leads into, mm. you know, the other stuff a lot more as well. So mm. it's just kind of, mm. but, yes, I guess what I was saying is, on every kind of platform or every kind of issue, it feels like it's a crisis point. Yep. And it's like the way things do, I think, effectively change is one and everyone focuses on one. Everyone yep. gets behind one. That's the only way people power kind of really, I think, has a full effect. And to me, full effect is revolution, but I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. That that will be the day, you know. But, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what the focus is or what Mm. does change or kind of what gives at this point. Yeah. I don't know though. Mm. Cause I think we're also getting to the point where people asking for real change, not just token change, you know, and asking for real power, not just token power. Mm. And that I think has been a shift in the past like 10 years from, you know, we'll, we'll allow, and you know, all of those, all of those changes did have real impact on people's lives. So not to lessen how important that was and the huge amount of hard work went into that but yeah people are now kind of asking for a seat at the table and a piece of the pie in a way that they weren't previously I don't Mm. think yeah very interesting we'll see if this 
this section makes it in unedited. I reckon we leave it all in, including Dennis. Yeah, I think we should. Dennis, Well, yeah. maybe not Dennis. That would be a bit boring. Um, but no, no, but I, I paused it. Oh, you did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 